Hello and welcome. My name is Eric Bratberg. I am director of the Europe program and a fellow at the Carnegie Endowment for International Peace. And I'm here today with my colleague Philippe Lacour to discuss transatlantic cooperation on China under the Biden administration. Welcome, Philippe. Hello, Eric. Nice to see you. Um, so, Philippe, we've heard this uh, talk, this chatter from Europe about European leaders being ready to offer a so-called once-in-a-generation offer to the new Biden administration to meet the strategic challenges posed by China. What do you think European leaders have in mind and what type of concrete offers do you think they might be uh, ready to give to the new incoming Biden administration? So, you know, Eric, it started actually under the, the, the current administration, the, the Trump administration, with Mike Pompeo meeting uh, uh, Joseph Borrell, his counterpart at the, at the EU uh, External Affairs uh, Services. And, and, and also after the, the election of, of Joseph Biden, uh, both uh, Foreign Minister Le Drian and his German counterpart Heiko Maas uh, wrote an op-ed to, to acknowledge that, that something needed to be done on a transatlantic level vis-a-vis -vis China. Now, on, on, on what apparently is cooking up now is, is a new sort of draft EU plan, 11-page plan, uh, which is basically offering, uh, you know, uh, a big, uh, a large, you know, conversation, more than a conversation, a plan, uh, a cooperation between uh, the U.S. and and the EU on China, and that includes, uh, you know, uh, um, all kinds of issues uh, across the board. Uh, Basically, all, all what the EU is doing um, on, on, on taxation, on, on, on um, FDI, foreign direct investment, on uh, cyber uh, security, um, antitrust enforcement, uh, climate change, and, and all of this. So that, you know, I think they are trying to seize the moment. Uh, but, you know, obviously there are problems between the, the EU and, and, and the US, as we know, particularly on, on taxation. Uh, but on technology, for digital example, taxation, digital, yeah, digital taxation. At the same time, as we know, on 5G, the Europeans are quite ahead of the game with through uh, Ericsson and Nokia, while the US is somewhat uh, on the sidelines. So, you know, the Europeans are not completely uh, on their own on, on, on these issues. But I mean, I wonder uh, if, if there's been any any reaction uh, from from the Biden team, because obviously it started under under Trump, but now. Biden is coming, and 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 you know it's uh, we're looking forward to a conversation with the new uh, administration coming up in January. Yeah, I think the new uh, incoming Biden team, and we've already heard you know uh, new officials being named, such as Tony Blinken and Jake Sullivan. I think they will welcome um, these proposals from from the Europeans. I think there is a desire uh, to, of course, repair the transatlantic relationship and, and restore. Uh, U.S. relations with with key partners in Europe, but also to uh, reinvent this tradition traditional transatlantic agenda and make it more focused on addressing some of the emerging challenges, including, of course, uh, countering uh, the growing assertiveness from China. And there, I think there will be, to some extent, a continuation in the U.S. focus on China. But the approach, I think, under Biden will be quite different. And, and again, this willingness to work with allies and partners, uh, including especially Europe. So I think the Biden team will will welcome this. Um, I think they will want to engage with Europe on all of these issues, on, on trade, on 5G, on investment screening, on technology. Uh, but there will, of course, be question marks, uh, question marks about how much the US can do domestically uh, with, a, with a divided uh, Congress, 
um, and other foreign policy priorities that, that may take uh, precedence for, for the new administration, such as in the Middle East. Um, and of course, you know, uh, there will be challenges, as you mentioned, on, on some of these issues on, on trade. Uh, Biden seems to, in some ways, follow Trump's uh, approach, having this sort of more America first or buy America uh, approach towards trade. Uh, you know, Democrats are traditionally uh, more skeptical of free trade. Um, on technology, we have yet to see really what the new administration's agenda will be, but most likely, um, you know, there's growing uh, demands also in the U.S. for for regulating uh, big tech that could potentially open up opportunities for Europe, but could also lead to tensions with Europe should the EU move ahead with some of its uh, ambitious plan for digital regulations, and you mentioned uh, digital taxation. Um, and then I think finally another issue will be this notion of a democracy summit, which Europeans have said they will join, but it's very unclear what the agenda will be um, and who will be invited. So I think there, there are a lot of issues that are have a lot of potential, but there will still be a lot of challenges that will need to be fleshed out um, in the coming couple of months when the new administration settles in. Right. On, on this issue of the summit of democracies, there's something uh, bothering me, you know, at the moment that there's a very tough conversation going on between uh, China and Australia one of the uh, democracies and i don't i don't feel you know uh, both the us and the eu are are throwing their support uh, behind australia so this is something that really I means great to have summits but at the moment i think you know like-minded countries as as we say should be actually acting now and and i i feel you know it, it's puzzling me i don't know what you think I completely agree, Philippe, and I, I think that might be a part of Biden's approach to try to gather like-minded allies, um, but we'll have to see how well it will succeed in doing so.